Hello. Hey, sisters. Hey, sisters. Um, welcome back to episode two of uh, Demipod. Hopefully James Charles never copyrights Hey, sisters. I don't think he ever will. <laughs> but I've showed you my favorite picture of James Charles, though, right? Have you? It's him mixed with Aang from The Last Airbender. Okay. I don't know what that means. Oh, you'll, la- you'll <laughs> laugh no matter what, but if you're listening to this, search up James Charles mixed with Aang. It's the my favorite picture right now. Wow, our second episode is off to a great, great start. I love how we're a, we're a Percy Jackson podcast that totally talks about the Percy Jackson books. Yeah, nothing else. How have you been? It's been a week since we recorded last. I have been pretty good. Um, How have you been? I've been good as well. Um... A, a workshop that I directed is underway, and mm. we're performing in less than in like in a couple days on Wednesday, right? On Wednesday, I'm excited to see it. I'm I'm very excited. It's really good. Um, and yeah, just been writing a whole lot and everything, and yes. Well, that's good. How about you? What have you been doing this weekend? Um, I well, this week. Sorry, I am a dance teacher, so I had some choreography to get done, and I'm still kind of working on that. So I did that, and. I've been pretty obsessed with March Madness this week. We're recording this a week ahead of when we would normally, so it's currently March Madness week. Yeah, we usually record this like a couple days before it goes out, but we're going to record this one a week in advance because I'm not going to be here next weekend. So if something super major happens in the news and it's like the next week and we don't talk about it it's because we didn't know because we aren't the oracle we don't know exactly we don't know we will post it on our social media pages which we forgot to talk about we will this podcast has an instagram page and a twitter Mm -hmm. what are the handles um i believe twitter is at is um at demi podcast i will double check i'm pretty sure i know that's the instagram one yeah yeah, it's, Instagram is at Demi Podcast. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's because I based it off of what the one. Yeah, was. so I do believe that is what the Twitter one is as well. <laughs> and also, speaking of clarifications, I think we you need to clarify something in the beginning in terms of other Percy Jackson podcasts. Oh, so this is not the first one. That was just us being ambitious and thinking we were cool and revolutionary. That we were original. We're not. Nope. We're not. <laughs> we're but also, not. But also, like, there's a bunch of other ones that are named, like, obscure Percy Jackson quotes. Yeah, but that's okay, because the more love and support and fun this community has, the yes. better. Yes. And we should support other podcasts and other Twitter accounts mm-hmm. and stuff like fan art. I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent. If you repost fan art, post who did the art. Yep. That's it. And, or, or send us fan art. Yes! D- DM the Instagram or the Twitter any kind of fan art of us, of Percy Jackson. Please don't make fan art of me. <laughs> oh, that'd be so great. No. <laughs> I'll, I won't mention this like at, towards the end of this podcast, but if anyone wants to like follow us personally, I'm really in- active on Instagram, really only. That's the only thing that I do. And that's at Some Braden Stuff, which is also my YouTube channel. My Twitter is pretty ridiculous. Um... It's say Hannah Liz, and also that's my username for everything else. <laughs> um, so yeah, say Hannah Liz, Instagram, Twitter. I think that's my Tumblr. My Tumblr's dead. Oh, maybe? Tumblr! I haven't been on Tumblr in a while. Me it's neither. like my third Tumblr birthday. I was kind of big on Tumblr for a little bit. Really? Like, yeah. Like you personally, I wrote big? fan fiction. Of yeah, um, Chris Jackson. No, 
Dang it, that would be amazing I read. do write Percy Jackson fan fiction, though. <gasps> I think um, we need to read some of it someday on this podcast. It's like a bonus episode. Oh, sure. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah, but I wrote selection fan fiction on, on Tumblr, which is really great. If you like The Bachelor, you'll love this. Wait, is it like Bachelor fan fiction? No! No, 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 no. It's a, it's a book series called The Selection, uh-huh. and it's like a dystopian, oh. but it's kind of got a Bachelor vibe. Huh. I don't watch The Bachelor. A dystopian series of, that has the tone of The Bachelor. It's so that's, good. That's in- I might have to read that because that you, sounds interesting. You really do. You really do. Anyway, we should talk about the, the books that this podcast yeah, are about. This. Um, so <laughs> let's get back on track. Oh, one other thing we need to clarify. Mm-hmm. Um, I am hands down an Athena camper. Yes. Because um, I forgot to mention that I am so scared of spiders like it's out of control how bad it is and i blame two people i blame jk rowling and rick riordan for really furthering that fear Mm -hmm. um yeah and it's it's bad yeah like i saw a picture not even of a spider but one that like insinuated that there was a spider and i almost threw my phone it was so bad yeah you're an athena kid also her notes as i said this last time but her notes are so like concise and organized oh we get to get that paper rustle asmr in yes oh i'm falling asleep already Ah. um i also the microphone is super close to you because you're the quiet one i am the quiet one But yeah, uh, so what do we have for news? Um, for news, a big thing. Disney now owns the rights to the Percy Jackson movie series. Yes. Because they bought Fox. Yes. So, one thing. Don't make it a DCOM. Do not make it a Disney Channel original movie. I will die oh, because honestly, those are though, terrible. A DCOM would be... Better, better than what we had. No, I want. I want a DCOM based around the musical directed by Kenny Ortega. Kind of like what they did with Freaky Friday. No! Kind of like what they did with Freaky Friday. Well, you know what they did with Freaky Percy's Friday. Percy's sitting there in class and he's like, what time is it? <laughs> no, no, but like, basically, like, Kenny Ortega's like, also Descendants. And I feel like the Descendants tone would be really good for Percy Jackson as well. Okay. I have opinions about Descendants. Don't come for me, little kids that like Descendants. Um, but... I think that tone would work, would work well with Percy Jackson. I'm I'm crazy, but I think it would. But like, you know what that what Disney Channel did with Freaky Friday? How they no. took the, so the Freaky Friday was made into a musical. Yes, and then so Disney Channel took that musical and made it into a decom movie. Okay, and it's pretty a good it's a pretty good adaptation they of just, what that movie what they, that musical is. They assassinated Kim Possible. I haven't even seen that yet, and I don't want I've to. I've seen clips of it. Yeah, I've seen and clips, too. And it's pretty bad. Like, no shame to anyone in that movie. Yeah. I'm sure everyone is trying their very best. I will say Shigo looks badass. Okay. I like the yeah. way that Shigo looks. I don't like how they cast, like, little kids, little, littler kids to play, like, Kim and Ron. Like, they, that needed to be, like, people that were college-aged to I'm play, like, st- older yeah. high schoolers. I'm still rooting for Netflix. To really get on the Percy Jackson train. Yes. Okay. Give it a series of unfortunate events series. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Patrick to... Harris plays all the gods. <laughs> no, Neil Patrick Harris still playing Dionysus. Yes! <laughs> Amazing. I actually kind of want Rick Riordan to play Dionysus if they ever made I wanted, these no, 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 wait, 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 no. No, this is my grand plan. 
Ha, um, ha, ha, ha. I want him to play Gabe. No, no, no. <laughs> no He'd have so he much. He could play Paul. He'd be a really, really good Paul. Because he, he's, he's nerdy. And like. No, he just has the cameo at the end where it's like the publisher kind of came up to Percy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, anyways, moving on. This is a tangent episode. Um, <laughs> the Lightning Thief musical. Mm-hmm. You can pay them to insult you. We have to do this. They, um, so they have a Patreon. I don't know if it's still up, but there was um, $1 donations, $3 donations, $5 donations, and then a 7 I believe I only looked at the one dollar because I'm broke, but it's like a subscription, so you pay yep. once a month, and they'll insult you on Twitter. the The three dollar one is encouragement and insult. It's like based around Sally Jackson, so the encouragement, but it's still the Twitter account, so they're gonna insult you. Yeah. Um, I mean, sass. Sass is a better word, but you can pay them to sass. We them. have to do this. No, we do. We really do. Next episode, we're gonna do the one dollar for like one month. Yeah, we'll see them, if it's still up. It might and, not be up. Yeah, if they, if it is still up, but then we can have them diss the podcast. Yes. <laughs> okay. Or, like, diss us individually. Mm-hmm. But, oh, okay. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. So, moving on, I thought this week, since last week we talked about favorite characters in our cabin, this week we can talk about our favorite ships. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, I feel like, because I said Nico, Nico and Will is the obvious choice for me. But I'm not going to be obvious. Okay. I want to know. I mean, I feel like Paul and Sally Jackson. That's a really cute like, they're, one. They're, they're just really cute. And, they and I are. Like, and I love, like, older... Not, not, they're not, like, older, but, like, no. adult couple. Yeah. I love that. They're a very wholesome family, and Paul came in at a really good time. My favorite Paul moment is in The Last Olympian when he's fighting the monsters, and Percy's like, how did you do that? And he said, oh, I did some Shakespeare in college. I'm like, I love you so much. Yeah. I'm going to be really basic. Uh. (laughs) Oh. I'm going to say Percybeth. I just really like them. And I rooted for them. So yeah. hard reading. Well, I mean, books. the books are written to that you root against. Yeah, root, root for them again, mm-hmm. against them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Basic. one that I really like that's kind of controversial is I'm actually in support of Leo and Calypso. A lot of people. Are I love not. it. Okay, good. Okay, I love it. Yeah, I'm. In, I'm in support. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, we are going to be discussing chapters two and three. Brayden, would you take it away yes. with chapter two? Brayden will be leading you through chapter two, and then I will cut in with some notes, and then we'll switch for chapter three. Okay, so chapter two is titled, Three Old Ladies Knit the Socks of Death. Great. Uh, iconic title. Um, so, it's right after the whole Mrs. Dodd incident, and Percy starts off saying, like, oh yeah, I think it's the the new teacher is like Mrs. Kier K E R R if I remember correctly. Not new teacher. Apparently, she's been there the whole time. She's been there the whole time. But she but Percy makes note that like every time that he asks Grover 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 Grover, the, I cannot talk today. Um, he's obviously lying when he says that he knows nothing about Mrs. Dodds. Grover is too pure of a soul to be a good liar. Yeah. 
Grover's too pure, and also just a bad liar in, yeah. in general. Um, and so we have Percy kind of, kind of going through the motions of getting beaten up and everything, and also fighting himself. Yeah, he got into a lot of fights with Nancy. Yeah, can't blame him. Yeah. Um. Which yeah. his grades slipped from D's to F's. Once again, I still think that Percy d- belongs in the, at the school, no matter if he's a, I a do half think this not. is a good school for him. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, six schools in six years. I forgot what I was going to say. I do have a. I do have a question. Yes. So on page sixteen, it says he was there for the rest of the school year. Mm-hmm. Now in the movie. Which, I mean, the movie messed up a lot, but it makes it look like he was sent home right after the, um, what happened at the Met. Yeah. And I think since, like, I reread the books fairly often, but I don't usually read them with as much in-depth thinking as I am now. Mm -hmm. How much longer was he there? I would say, because... a couple months? Because the school is not in New York. The school is made, like... It's made it sound like it was farther away. Yeah, it is. I have I have a feeling like this is a spring break New York trip. Okay. That like some of the students have. That would on. make sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I think. Because also it says that he ha- Percy hasn't been home since Christmas. Yeah. So like, I th- it, he, there's an op- option of like him maybe going home for spring break, mm-hmm. but I'm like, but he didn't. So I'm guessing this is like during spring break or around yeah around spring I think would be a good time. I was thinking because they ate um, outside, mm-hmm. so it would have to be warm enough. And I was just in New York in March, and it was kind of cold. But then like it was, oh, I could have eaten outside. Yeah. Okay. So um, and then Percy gets the gets the message that he will not be invited back next year, so he has to wait out this whole school year, and then yeah. he knows that he's going to get kicked out. Um, which is really sad. Um, one of my favorite things is that his insult to his teacher was calling him an old sot. Yes! And I'm just like, oh, them's fighting words. (laughs) Wow. The emerging of what what is it? Persassy. Persassy. Um, so... It comes to the time where finals are happening, and you you know how finals are, Hannah. They're not as bad in sixth grade, but they're still pretty bad. But it sounds like they're bad here. Yeah. So I don't understand, like, I think it's because maybe this is a private school? It is a private school. So, like, is it more difficult then? Well, I would I would assume so. Okay. Um, And I also kind of noticed that he was talking about how he would have to go to public school, and I'm wondering if the reason... I mean, it'd be a lot easier to get kicked out of private school than it would be to mm-hmm. kicked out of kicked out of public school. So I think the fact that he's been at private schools has made it harder. Yeah, but he's probably there for his protection. Also, here's something that I wanted to ask. So he's been to a lot of private schools. So with public, and this is me not knowing how public schools work. So you're only allowed to go to a public school within your district. Yes, correct. You can open enroll. Okay. Um. Because when I moved, I wanted to open enroll at a school um, in the city, but I would have had to be technically homeschooled, mm. and I think it's more expensive. Gotcha. Okay. Because yes. something that I was wondering is, like, was the fact that he only went to private schools, was that a ploy to protect him more, saying, like, 
it would be easier for monsters to enroll as students in a public school than it was would be for a private school. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just something that I thought mm-hmm. about. But anyway, so he's studying for finals, and he's having some difficulty with his Latin. And he's actually... This is an interesting thing that I think... Um, kind of goes off one thing that you brought up last time, is that his Latin book is The Cambridge Guide to Greek Mythology. Cambridge is fancy. Cambridge is fancy. It's fancy. Yeah. This is a hard class. This is a hard class. But also, you said that they were teaching Roman instead of Greek. Well, the Romans speak Latin. And so once again, it is weird that he has a Greek mythology book in a Latin class. Well, but I mean, Latin and Greek are still so, like close as well. Hey, we're recording a podcast. Uh-oh. Please stop with your car alarm. Oh, uh-oh. Oh, oh no. That's, um, like, very close to my apartment, too. Okay. I'm just gonna make this sure that is, is not great. my car. This is great podcast entertainment. Uh, distract them. Um, I'm gonna be distracting. I am gonna talk about... Um, oh, it's, oh, it's off. Okay. Okay. I'm also gonna open a window. Okay. Um, while Braden is doing that, wasn't his car good um i kind of want to talk about how on page 17 he's talking about having nightmares and i'm wondering if this is one of the first instances of his demigod nightmares and um these nightmares that he's having they're not like it doesn't describe in the book what his nightmares are here i don't think so a little bit it's just about what happened with mrs dodds okay gotcha so yeah who knows Mm -hmm. um so he's having some troubles with his uh, Latin class, so he decides to maybe go see and talk to uh, Mr. Brunner. And this must be like late at night, so Mr. Brunner must live it or like have either really late office hours or like live on campus in the dorms. Yeah, um, he's probably at a private school. I mean, it sounds like it's away from civilization. Yeah. So if it's if it's like a boarding school, he would live there. I'm kind mm. of thinking of looking for Alaska and how the headmaster like lived on campus. I haven't Remember, read that one. Oh, I, feel never like, mind. I feel like a really bad John never Green mind. fan, but I haven't read. I that. can't go into more without really spoiling anything. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, uh, he maybe lives there, or he, yeah, he's just a great guy with generous office hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> as Percy goes over there, he hears. Grover also talking to Mr. Brunner, and he hears Grover says something about being worried about Percy. And Mm -hmm. this is like, he's like, oh no, they're talking about me behind my back. So Percy eavesdrops a a little bit. Can't blame him. Yeah. Um, And Grover mentions that a kindly one was in school, meaning that Mrs. Dodd was was the kindly one. one. The fates. And Percy doesn't know that. We yeah. didn't know that reading it right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and it seems like Mr. Brunner and Grover both didn't know that Mrs. Dodds was the kindly one. Grover knew something was up. Yeah. Because Percy said she's not human and Grover was like, you have no idea or something. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> yeah. So it was like, I think we talked a little bit about this last time, but like how... Didn't they know? Like, wh- what happened with all of that? Because that was a disaster on their part. That yeah. they didn't know. Well, they obviously knew something was up, but I don't know if they would want to interfere mm-hmm. with... if, Especially if it was a fate, and even if they suspected it, you really don't want to mess with one of those. Mm-hmm. 
So they were... I mean, Grover was keeping an eye on Percy. So... Yeah. But, like, the thing is, like, with satyrs, they have, like, the sniffing ability. Yeah, so he knew. He knew she wasn't human. Yeah. It's just, like... It seems interesting that, like, they didn't know for some reason. I don't know. That's something that really caught my eye. And I'm like, oh, it, they don't know. Okay, whatever. Um, so Mr. Brennan was like, oh, he'll forget it. It's, he'll will say that it's his imagination. And Grover's like, no, he saw her. Like, this he happened. This happened. Um, yes. And then Percy makes some kind of sound. I don't remember how. He drops his book. Thank you. Um, and... Grover and Mr. Brenner go silent, and you, uh, Percy sees a shadow of a figure that is taller than either Grover or uh, Mr. Brenner in well, his Mr. wheelchair. Mr. Brenner's in a wheel, yeah, in a yeah, wheelchair, exactly. In his wheelchair um, height, um, he's holding, holding a, yeah, he's holding like a bow, and he what? Yeah, and uh, let's see. Here. I had a note. Mm-hmm. Um, so they mentioned the winter solstice and. I remember there's something Annabeth says later. Wait, you that, mean the summer solstice? No, his nerves haven't been right since the winter solstice. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. And remember, gotcha. that's when the bolt got taken because all the demigods went up to Mount Olympus ah, on their yes. trip. And then right after that is when it got taken. Mm-hmm. So that's like when all the bad stuff happened. Okay. So I just. So the bolt has been up. missing for a while. It has. It's been missing for a while. For six months. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you know who else is missing for six months? <laughs> later, we haven't gotten to that book yet. Um, oh, so, no. so anyway, uh, Mr. Brunner like, goes out to the hall, at least Percy thinks he, this figure, uh, he doesn't know it's Mr. Brunner, uh, sorry, whoops, spoiler, um, and, uh, he hears the slow clop 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 like muffled wood blocks. A great way to like to way to go, Rick. Yeah, to yes. say like yes, yes, yes. Horse hooves without saying horse hooves. Um, we love Rick Riordan. Yeah. So eventually, Percy goes back to bed, and Grover's back there like he's been studying all night. Percy goes back to sleep, and you everything know, like a liar. Yep. So Percy flunks all of his finals. I know how that feels, um, and. It turns out that Grover is on Percy's Greyhound bus back to home for the summer. Just so happens. And uh, just in case, Grover hands Percy his business card, which I love the idea of this person who is um, disguising himself as a 7th grader or 6th grader? 6th grader, yeah. And he's got facial hair. And and business cards. Yeah. That's my favorite. And the business cards say Grover Underwood, which, by the way, every time I hear Grover's full name, I just think of Carrie Underwood. Um, Grover Underwood. (laughs) I do! Um, No, you're right. Keeper, Half-Blood Hill, Long Island, New York, and then a phone number. Um, And, of course... Percy's like, what's that? What's Half Blood Hill? And like, Grover's like, shh, dude, no. Um, so they're on the Greyhound bus, and the Greyhound bus uh, breaks down. And oh. so, yep, just it just happens to break yeah, down. Yeah, just, you know, start of Percy's really bad thing of bad luck. And we also, um, not to go back too far, yeah. but Mr. Brunner had just told him, maybe you're not meant for this school. And oh, so a good, huge blow. Huge blow. And I also... Um, Another I've been line keeping also up taken. marking, you know, from my book uh, for the the musical quotes. 
this isn't the right place for you. It's only a matter of time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, carry on. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the bus breaks down. And um, Percy, as they are get coming off, notices that there's like a... Not, not a hut, I was going to say. But like there's some old ladies selling like knitted goods on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And there's three of them. And t- they're knit- knitting what seems to be gigantic socks. And I want to pay close attention to the color of, like, the yarn and also um, the scissors that they use. Because later yes. on they cut the wool, woolen string with scissors. Yes. Um, they're knitting bl- gigantic electric blue socks. Like, super huge socks. And they cut the, the string after they're done knitting with scissors mm-hmm. that are gold and silver. Yeah. So I want to I pay close attention. I'll... I'll um, I'll come back to the scissors with the gold and silver colors mm-hmm. in a little bit. Actually, that well, that's in chapter three. So when you you take okay, over, yeah. Um, but the electric blue, obviously, I think is like sh- means Percy. Oh yeah, that's his color. That's blue his, is his blue is his thing. And like electric blue, and also yeah. I keep thinking of the the bolt, the bolt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So colors I, are really really important in these books. And yes. blue, it's established right away, even not just from this, but from, you know, chapter three. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and I want to get onto that in a little bit, um, um, but I'll, I'll bring up some, something now that I'll, I'll bring up when we get to all of that. Uh, so I was looking up what different colors, m- like, mean and, like, where, if colors had certain significance in Greek mythology. Ooh. Um, and I came, ac- I came across a myth that um, the gods basically kind of like claimed different colors. Originally, it was eye, just eye color, in which that's what uh, provoked me to look up myths about eye color. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it kind of spilled into other colors as well. And of course, blue is Poseidon's color. Very interesting. Yes. I'm not surprised by that. No, not at all. And I'm not surprised Rick Riordan. He probably most definitely researched this. I mean, I'm guessing gray is Athena's color. Because all uh, the kids have gray Demet- eyes. They didn't say anything. They said, like, Demeter has brown. Um, Apollo has yellow. Um, yeah. And like, they didn't mention Athena. Like, they only li- the myth that I was reading only lists, like, three gods, okay. for examples. So I'm not sure. But um, Rick does his research. I mean, he taught Greek mythology. Yeah. Oh my god, Rick as Mr. Brenner in the Netflix series. Uh, Rick <laughs> anyway. just plays everyone so that they can get it right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Grover's like, the, maybe it was a mistake for me to open my window because car noises. Um, anyway, so Percy's like, that, that's weird. Like these ladies are doing these big socks and Grover's like, get the fuck back in the, the van. He didn't say, he didn't swear. He did not say that. <laughs> Basically. But no, they went back into the heat, yeah. like the heat up bus. Not van, sorry. Um, he went, they went back into the bus and then they drove down to New York and eventually Percy kind of ditches. Uh, which, does this go into your chapter? One? Yes, this goes into my chapter. But so Percy, you want to yeah. close, what did he see? What do you mean? What did he see with the ladies? What did they do to the yard? They snipped it and also it's, in the book they, um, it's made it sound like the snip happened right next to him, even though it was yeah. a couple lanes away. And that's my final note um, on this chapter. I wrote, absolutely terrifying. Like, that scares me. Yeah. 
Okay. All right, so going on to chapter three. So great chapter. We're going to take a quick a little break, and then we'll head on to the next chapter. Alright, we Yay. are back. I just wanted to make sure we were back. <laughs> and we are ready for chapter three. Yes. With the introduction of one of the worst characters in this whole series and one of the best characters ever written in a book ever. Okay, so this chapter is called Grover Unexpectedly Loses His Pants. Oh my. How does that, when you first read that, do you remember how you felt? Because I think I, like, laughed for a good five minutes. A little gamey was like, something gay is gonna happen. <laughs> Something's gonna happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, good. It's, I mean, okay. Um, <laughs> so, it starts off by saying, confession time. I ditched Grover as soon as we got to the bus terminal. Come on, Percy. Yeah. This guy's just trying to help you. He's one of your only friends. But, like, at the same time, he's acting really weird. He is acting really weird. Yeah. Um, Percy has a good fight or flight instinct, and this time he chose to leave. Yes, unlike Dodds. <laughs> yep. He's learned. He's learned. He's learned from his mistakes. So, anything weird, he's, he's out. Okay, so, the first thing I wrote down in my notes is just Sally Jackson. In capital letters. She's here! Because the she's real, here! But we meet who first, though? We meet Gabe first, but the first person he talks about is Sally. Yeah. Um, I, and he mentions how her parents died in a plane crash. I have that, I have that, have that written down, too. Down. Yes. So what I was thinking is that prophecies aren't new. No. They they are written down in books. They they go into more detail. I think in the Son of Neptune they actually find it's like the Sibylline. Yeah. Or whatever. They actually find it I mean, they come up with like quote new prophecies, but usually they're rooted somewhere else. And we don't know how long this great prophecy has been around. Mm-hmm. The one about I mean, we don't know it yet, but the half blood of the eldest gods will reach sixteen against all odds or however it goes. It's been yeah. a while. Um so we don't know how long that one's been around, but I was thinking, mm-hmm. did Zeus strike that plane down? I think so. I think so, too. Because um, I don't think they knew for sure Sally Jackson would be the mother of Percy, but mm. there's got to be some way that they sensed that this family in this plane yeah. would have an influence on this great prophecy. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense, you know. What What are your thoughts? I, I agree with that. Also, I like. By the way, I think your tea is ready. I made oh, Hannah. Yes. I, I make some good tea. He makes the best tea ever. Yes. Um. Also, think it's a really good way to kind of put the fear of both air and death in Percy. Yeah. I, when those are the two people that are, well, not the two people, the two gods that are like probably gonna kill him in this book Mm -hmm. the only element he can trust is sorry is water (laughs) as i splash tea on the computer i am so sorry it's only on the backspace key yeah it's fine okay i'm sorry (laughs) um the only one he can trust is water yeah which it's yeah anyways um so zeus probably did some of that Mm mm-hmm 
Um, and you were talking about the weather in your notes and how there's been yes. a lot of plane crashes. Yes, recently. there's a, a lot of recent plane crashes, like hurricanes in the area that like have never really been around. There's mm-hmm. been thunderstorms and everything. Seems weird. Yeah, it's something something fishy's going on. So Percy is heading home, and he's describing in the book. He's talking about how. Um, how his mom and his dad, his dad is not in the picture. His Mm -hmm. dad left before he was born, um, and he is lost at sea. Not dead, lost at sea. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So then we are introduced to one of the worst people Mm -hmm. ever. His name is Gabe. The umbrage of the series. His name looks like the word ugly is in it, so I'm just going to call him Mr. Ugly. Gabe Ugliano. Mr. Ugly. Um, So he is the worst person ever. He is nicknamed Smelly Gabe Mm -hmm. for a good reason. Yes. Um, Because he smoked a lot of weed, as we discovered last episode. That's not um, a bad deduction to make. That's a fair assessment. Mm -hmm. Um, So Gabe, Percy comes in, and Gabe says, so you're home. And then asks for money. Because he's gambling. Yeah, he's playing cards with his friends. He's put on weight. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite description is he looked like a tuskless walrus in a thrift in thrift, thrift store clothes. I mean, same. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. he's He can sniff out cash. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down the quote. This is where Persassi really shows up. Yes. And he says... He can smell out money, blah, 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 which is surprising since his own smell should have covered up everything else. Um, and that will be... Sass. And also, like, the fact that his Percy acknowledges that his smell should cover up things, I think is foreshadowing. It, oh, it for sure is. But, okay, so this just goes to show how great Sally Jackson is. I bet she was just waiting for some smelly guy... To come around, because she knew Mm -hmm. she had to find someone who was smelly. And I also pointed out, you know what she makes him? Hmm. Bean dip. Even To make him (laughs) smellier. That's what she feeds him. Beans. She lives with him to protect her boy. Yep. She's just the greatest person ever, and she's, like, putting herself... She's making it worse by giving him bean dip. She's making him smell worse. Mm -hmm. That poor woman. Um, And... She she's very smart. She's one of the smartest people in this series, I'm going to say. Yeah. Um I put a little PSA in my notes and I said Sally Jackson is the most beautiful, genuine, caring soul in these books and you can fight me on that. Yes. Can I say something before yes. we get to I think cuz I think the next thing you're going to mention is Sally. If I'm, are you Yeah, gonna... that's where she that's where she enters. So Gabe is gambling with someone else who is described as um the super of their apartment he's not like a big character i don't even think he has a name but he's he's gambling with what eddie eddie thank you okay yeah he does but he has he's a super of the apartment and gabe almost like manipulates him into staying quiet Mm -hmm. like gabe's the biggest monster gabe is the biggest monster so much in fact that the person that controls his rent is scared of him yeah He's terrible. He's a terrible person. Yeah. So, you get to page 32, and there she is. There she is. Our queen. Our queen. 
to give her son a hug. She brings him candy. She's wearing, like, this really cute uniform mm-hmm. for the candy shop that she works at. Um, the way he describes her, her eyes sparkle and change color in the light. Her smile is as warm as a quilt. What is this about eye color? You did a little dance. So this is oh, the thing about eye color that I wanted to talk about because it's described that Al- Sally's eyes change color. Mm-hmm. And in the myth that I researched, it's the people with, like, different, that are associated with different eye colors, like, are closer to the Greek gods than other normal That's really interesting. Yes. That's really interesting. Yes, so I thought it was a really interesting detail that her eyes changed color. Mm. Or at least in, in this description. I'm not sure if this was, like, a trick of the light. It could have been. He said it changes color in the light. But that's also a good little kind of Easter egg little thing. Um, So she's just sweet. And of course, they're eating candy. And she doesn't even mention the fact that he got expelled. She she has to know. Oh, yeah. She Um, got the left. She got the letter like way before he came back. My mom is the nicest lady in the world. So is my mom in real life. Um, She should have been married to a millionaire, not some jerk like Gabe. I also love my dad. My dad is amazing as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he... My parents are cool too, by the way, before you give me any kind of crap. We love our parents. They are both... My Both my parents are like Sally Jackson in that they're both wonderful. I mean, my parents are also wonderful like Sally Jackson, but they also give me a lot of love crap, as yeah, I like to call it. Oh. So, like, that's a little not like Sally Jackson, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then... Sally tells Percy that they're going to the beach. They're going to Montauk. Let's go to Um, the beach? Beach? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's where they're going. Um, Sally convinces Gabe. She tries really hard. I hate when he says, so you know this trip is coming out of your clothing budget. And she just goes, yes, honey. Mm -hmm. Ah! But, like, also, good job, Sally, for just... Taking it, she and like, she deserves she, so much she deserves better. so much better. But she she knows what she's doing. And yeah, she's risking. She's sacrificing, not risking. She's sacrificing. Yeah, she, and that's a really brave thing mm-hmm. to do. Page thirty five. If you didn't think Persassi was here yet, he is. Maybe if I kick you in your soft spot, I thought and make you sing soprano for a week. Which <laughs> <laughs> Percy is a violent kid. He is a violent kid. I would also hit Gabe, but <laughs> I'm sorry I muttered. I'm really sorry I interrupted your incredibly important poker game. Um, then the <laughs> last, I, I had another note um, on page 36. He does the thing Grover did with the three fingers to ward yes, off the eagle. I forgot eagle, about that in the second and the chapter. the door slams. Yes. And not even like a little bit. Like he, It's described in the book that he like, Gabe kind of, Gets flung forward yeah. like a cannon. Yeah, and Percy runs out to the guy. He's like, we gotta go, we gotta go, we yeah. gotta go. Um, so then they get to Montauk. And by the way, before, it, it, you might get confused. That, like, the thing that Grover did, I forgot to mention it in um, chapter two when I was talking about it. Grover does this thing where he does, like, crawls, like, claws, claws yeah. at his heart and then, like, a push thing. And it's, Percy's like, what is that? And in this chapter, Percy does it just It, like, for, wards off evil. It, like, ward, yeah. It does eventually ward off evil. Percy doesn't know that yet. No. No. I wish anyway. they did more of that in the later series, because it felt like something really big in the beginning of this book, and then no one does it again. Yeah. 
Maybe they do. Maybe uh, we're just gonna fight it again later. I want it. I I want it to be explained. Like, what, yeah. What is it? Yes. Okay. So then they're at Montauk, and he's with his mom, and he's happy. And if you are a fan of the Lightning Thief musical, this is where the song "Strong" comes in. <laughs> the things that make you different are the things that make you special, and they're the things that make you strong. And that's so true. So she talks about this is where she met. Poseidon, you mm-hmm. don't, we don't know that, Percy doesn't know that, she's talking about how she met him, and Percy gets angry, um, he's, he's so angry at his dad for leaving his mom, mm-hmm. um, and Sally's talking about he was handsome and powerful and gentle, and mm-hmm. that Percy looks just like him, which everyone says in the books at some yeah. point. Um, and also something that she mentions is that she says that her, his dad, like, never saw Percy. Yeah. But Percy has some kind of remembrance about him, like a warm glow and a smile. Mm -hmm. So, like, did Poseidon visit Percy without Sally knowing, like, as Percy was a baby or something? Or maybe she's just not mentioning it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, to protect him. Maybe Mm. she's just not mentioning it. Um, so then Sally says that she is going to have to send him away again. And Percy doesn't know why, so he gets mad. Um, and she said, it's because he's not normal. And Sally says, no, it's to keep you safe. And Percy doesn't understand. Yeah. Safe from from what's, what's going on. And he chooses not to tell her about what happened. And she says, your father knew about this camp. And Percy's like, this guy wasn't in my life, but he wants me to go to this camp. Um... Didn't put two and two together that maybe that's the Camp Grover's at, which, I mean, I remember reading it and I was like, that's the Camp Grover with that. On his business card, it only says Half-Blood Hill. It doesn't say Camp Half-Blood. That's true. Never mind. Yeah. Um, anyways, so they go to bed mm-hmm. and he wakes, he has another dream of a white horse and a golden eagle. Which, Who's that? Well, the eagle obviously represents Zeus, and mm-hmm. the horse ob- obviously represents Poseidon. Yep. But I want to bring it back to the scissors that White the three old <gasps> that the old women had to cut the socks. It was a pair of golden and silver scissors. Whoa! Referring back to the the Whoa. colors of this eagle and this horse, Poseidon and Zeus. I just thought that, because as, as I was rereading this, because I knew the colors of the eagle and the horse mm-hmm. later on, but I was, I was as I was reading chapter two, I'm, I'm like, ooh, that's that's important. That's foreshadowing. Ooh, ooh, There's symbolism. so much foreshadowing in yeah. these books. So the eagle is beating up the horse, and Percy wakes up screaming no, and then it's a terrible storm outside. Sally wakes up, and someone's at the door. Mm-hmm. Who might that be? Our buddy boy Grover. Our buddy boy Grover is at the door. Something's wrong, though. And Percy he is has just no pants. a little confused. He's not wearing pants. And um, where his legs would, would be, it was like furry. And then he looked down at his feet, and he did not have feet. He had cloven hooves. He had hooves. Um, hooves. Hooves. Grover says something in Greek, too, um, and Percy is shocked because he knew it was Greek. So I'm wondering if it was, like, a Greek and Latin class, because Latin is the base of most languages. But also, I feel like he also has a basic understanding. By the way, I want to Google what We're this Google Greek- translating. I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. I've had some trouble with pronunciations this week. 
Um, I've been watching... It comes up as a suggestion. Oh, perfect. People have searched it. I was watching a TV show, and I was trying to pronounce... I'm not even going to say it, because I'm going to say it wrong again, but I was trying to pronounce a name of a very famous fashion designer, and I just butchered it. Ah, it's not really a swear. Okay, so, oh, it's the masculine article of Greek, the, meaning the subject is male. Zoo, Greek variant of spelling Zeus, Kai, or K-A-I, and in Greek... Aloy, oh. plural form of the word other in Greek, due to the noun which it it, it describes is the plural form, uh, doesn't translate the, to the word others in English. Um, and then th- theoi, which is the last word of it, plural form of the word god in so Greek. So he's saying Zeus and the other gods, which is kind of like in Christianity saying God's name in vain. Like if you say yeah. oh, God, this is basically saying Zeus and everyone else. Yeah. Like when they say... Oh my gods. That's that, that but in Greece in yeah. Greek. Yeah. Yeah. And um and then Grover's there and then Grover says, It's right behind me. We don't know what it is yet. I, because that's chapter four. But and we all we know, don't know We all know it's a Widowless Minotaur. It's a Widowless Minotaur. <laughs> you know if you're a fan of the musical, you'll understand Look that. Look up the Littlest Minotaur. It's great. It's really There's cute. There's an uh, animatic about it and I love it. I love, I love animatics. Those. Okay. So that was chapters two and three. Do you have any closing remarks or anything we didn't talk about? I just wanted, like, it's foreshadowing. It's just a lot of things happened, and I love it, and it's my favorite. Um, Yeah, I just love it. And Sally Jackson is here. And Sally Jackson. And the only appearance of Gabe. Mm Mm-hmm. Which... Besides him on the news later. Yeah, besides him on the news. Which we don't know about yet. What? Spoiler. Um, why would he be on the news? What happened? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Sip the tea like Kermit's frog. That's yep. none of my business. Yep. How about you? Do you have any of the closing remarks? Um, I just love this book a lot. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Reread these books often, because you, you pick up... I picked up on a lot more than I have ever. I, I picked up on a lot more just how smart these books are. They're so smart. Yeah. They're so very smart. There are reasons, there's a reason why these are bestsellers, because bestsellers don't always need to appeal to kids, it also needs no. to appeal to the adults. Well, readers. it's like Harry Potter. It's been on yeah. the bestsellers list for years. Mm-hmm. Probably as long as I've been alive, honestly. Because yeah. I'm 19, and I think it's been on for a very long time. So young. I. <laughs> You're born in 2000, weren't you? I was you? born in 2000. Uh, I, I made this joke last time, but it makes me sad. Um... Even though I wasn't born much before, but whatever. I think the the gap between the 90s, like 1999 and 2000, while it's only a year since it's the turn of the century, it makes it feel like it's a lot more. Yeah. And it's not. It's a year. It's a year. So. Oh, well. But yeah, so yeah. that's all I have. So if you want, once again, if you want to follow us in our escapades uh, outside, mm-hmm. is that the right word? Sure. Whatever. Yeah. In our adventures. In our quests. Outside of podcasting. Um, there's the Twitter account and the Instagram account for the both, podcast. Both Demi Podcast. Yes, Demi Podcast. That's D-E-M-I-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Um, then you can also follow me on Instagram and YouTube at some Braden stuff. That's Braden spelled with like B-R-A-D-E-N, not any kind of extra letters like a lot of other Bradens have. No shame on other Bradens, but like some of y'all have extra letters that don't make sense. weird letters. Yeah. And um, you can follow me 
Um, I run the Twitter, Brayden runs the Instagram, but I have a personal Twitter, it's St. Hannah Liz. It's a lot of Percy Jackson stuff, sometimes it's some political stuff, not very often. It's a lot of quotes, it's a lot of Queer Eye, it's a lot of, um, it's oh, yeah. a lot of weird updates about my life. Queer Eye is a thing. Queer Eye is a great thing. I've, Watch season three. Uh, yeah, I, need, I don't have a Netflix, so. And... I'm on Instagram as St. Hannah Liz as well, possibly even Tumblr. I'll tell you my fanfiction username if you beg. Yeah, and also, like, we're going to do a reading of some of your Percy Jackson fanfiction as a bonus episode sometime. Okay. It's yeah. gotten some great, it's gotten a lot of hits. I'm very proud of it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it and everything. Uh, be safe on your quests, everybody. Bye. Bye. music in this podcast is Take Me Higher by Jazzar and is licensed under an attribution share alike license. There's a link to the music in our show notes. This is a fan created podcast. This podcast has no affiliation with Rick Riordan, Disney, or any of its affiliations. Mm-hmm.